0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it unfold.
0: Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You're here with your feel-good sisters, and this is Ray. This is Heather. And we're so glad that you're here with us in this very delicious moment in time. We're here here talking about the leading, almost bleeding edge, although it's a good bleeding. (laughs) It's a fun, (laughs) it's a fun bleeding.
3: Isn't it a fun bleeding? Do we need, do we need a a new kind of Band-Aid for the bleeding edge of source Band-Aid? Yes, we do. (laughs) So if you're here looking for some ideas, some thoughts,
2: something to really wake up your spiritual appetite, you've come to the right place because this is where we like to get very clear about what these spiritual principles are all about, but specifically how understanding these broader perspectives and especially the law of attraction can be just an incredible way to be a powerful, ingenuitive, creative force in the universe because why not? So we're glad you're here. We love to talk about leading edge concepts, as you know. And we also adore, adore, adore Esther Hicks and all the wonderful work that Abraham does. But we use Abraham as a launching off place to really go deep and understand. How is it that we can understand these principles in a personal way that truly make our lives more delicious, more exciting, more joyful? And okay, my favorite F word, fun. <laughs> because really, we're here for fun. There's, And they've said this over and over again. We're really, you know, trying to be a little less serious about this eternal existence that we are here, uh-huh. um, playing with each other, coming and going, humming and going. And I, I love knowing that. It's, it's such a powerful thing to have that broader view.
3: Oh, my gosh. Ugh. You know, when some, I was listening to somebody say the other day something like, oh, I've been stuck in this thing for five years, five years. And they were going on and on. And um, the person that was leading the call, they were like, well, five years in infinity. I mean, that's not even a blip. Like, you know, <laughs> you barely blink, blink your eyes and, you know, it's already over. So it's like five years in comparison to what, you know? Yeah, I think we all need in to take infinity. a breath. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: We definitely need to take a breath and get a perspective, which is really what we're going to talk about on the show. Thank you, Heather, setting me up so perfectly. We want to talk about this week, the fact that you do have a broader perspective. Every day, the inner being, that God self, that whole self, that spiritual self, whatever it feels good to call that, that true knowing, the essence of who you are, is always beaming a broader perspective perspective of who and what you are. And the only time we get into trouble in our Personal, very physical lives is when we lose track or lose connection with that beaming broader perspective. But, you know, the Abrahams have often talked about the fact that there's sort of, you know, we're a little bit of a two headed monster where we've got the God self, the true self, the capital T, hanging out with this knowing that all is truly well, even in the midst of a chaos, in the contrast. And also, this broader perspective, I like to call it my spiritual entourage because that makes me feel really good, that there's a lot of them out there helping me out, is, you know, is constantly sending us signals. They even call it impulses, that our broader self is is even whispering, go here, go there, go here. But if we've got a lot of noise in the pipeline, if we're not tuned in, tapped in, we often miss what can be a very subtle experience. An impulse is a subtle thing you know and I think part of our training and part of what we love to talk about on the show is how do we get into that ear space that vibration space that energy space where we are hearing those impulses because I don't know about you Heather but there is nothing worse than feeling disconnected from source it just doesn't get any worse than that on planet earth for me
3: (laughs) yeah that's a great point because I um I think I've been di- I had been disconnected to source a lot of my life but I couldn't pinpoint I couldn't say like oh I'm connected or I'm disconnected I just felt off, And I kept looking for things. And I remember my mom saying, why are you looking for something like something's missing? And I've heard other people say that, like, I feel like something's missing, like there's just something missing. And I'm like, oh, you're just disconnected from the source. It's not a big deal at all. Nothing's missing, you know, <laughs> right? It's just like pivot. Oh, there it right. is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but but I, it's yeah. always nice to know that's what it is, you know, if it could, if it is really just that simple, which I've found for me it is. I don't know if there's anything else, but that's what it's been, so... It's kind of nice, right?
2: It is nice because oftentimes, you know, we call that hole or that something missing and we try to fill it with love and sex and relationships and food and drugs and things that, you know, try to soothe that. And I think it's such an exciting moment when you come to realize that really all you're wanting is that internal conversation with the broader self. And isn't it wonderful the fact that there is that divine discontentment, the fact that we don't feel good when we're disconnected from source proves the fact that there is a source. Yeah. (laughs) Because if there wasn't, we'd be fine disconnected, right? We'd be like, whatever. Um, And I love that. And I love how the Abrahams are helping us understand sort of the mechanics of these two perspectives. So if you can imagine, you've always got sort of this broader perspective, this tapped in, tuned in, images coming, um, as, as Heather you've talked about so much. You get these visions, you get these impulses, you get the visual impulses. Some people get other kinds of ways of communicating, um, you get an intuition is another word, but this is a very subtle language and uh-huh. it's a language of, of vibration, of emotion, but it does take like any language, uh, a learning or getting back to that native understanding of how to communicate with this energy. But, uh, and that's why we love the emotions because the emotions are telling us how far off in our translation Are we from the broader perspective? So our emotions at any point in time are saying, you know, if you are in the lower emotions and you're feeling fear, doubt, worry, you have veered pretty severely from the broader perspective. That's the reason Mm -hmm. you're feeling those things. And I love, love, love that the emotions are always there kind of guiding us and saying, okay, you're on or you're off. But the question is, what do you do? What do you do? When you can't hear source.
3: Yeah. Oh, I've had this really cool thing happen recently um, with the emotional guidance system because I love using it. And um, I was noticing that sometimes when we label things, you know, we're like, okay, today I'm angry or I'm sad or I'm discontent. And I love the the list of 22 that, that Esther has provided through Abraham with the emotional guidance. And then I realized that sometimes people have a hard time naming their emotion or they don't like to name it because then it might mean something and then it might mean something about who they are. And so I started just using numbers, like it's on a scale of 1 to 22, what number are you? And if we're at number nine, what number do you want to go to? Like one being the highest emotion and 22 being the lowest emotion. And then we just take the names off of them. Wow. And all of a sudden, it's just like a number, you know? It doesn't really mean anything because they always say it's an indicator. It's just an indicator. It's just an indicator. And it's like, okay, but because we've put in, put so many judgments around emotions that this means this and this means that if it's really truly an indicator could we just take the name off and I've been using it that way and it's been fabulous I love that idea because
2: it takes a lot of the story around what we've built around being angry or being fearful or being disconnected or even feeling joyful Um, and, and by this idea of sort of a scale like a literal scale I think that's something that's really interesting to try um where am i if 1 is completely connected joyful blissed out where am i if 22 is completely disconnected lost depressed you know that kind of that's i right. like this i think this is really going to be something fun to play with and it does sort of um step back from having to get too defined into well what does fear actually feel like and what kind of level of fear or what you know we don't want to like you said bring too much story we just want to get where we are on the map and, right. and, you know, and I love GPS so much. You know, I used to, it's funny, I used to be so fearful going into new cities when I was driving and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. And I would really stress for like days at a time if I knew I was driving somewhere and I would, you know, study these maps, but I knew in the minute I wouldn't, you know, know where I was. And then GPS comes along. Uh-huh. Oh, I said to source, send me in when the internet comes because otherwise, mm, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I love this, these GPSs and of course now they're, I just, I feel so fearless mm-hmm. going into new places now. I really feel fearless going in. I just, I, I know where I am. Right. So I'm, I'm indicating, you know, between one and 22. Right. I know where I'm at. And now I know where I want to go. And then I say, I love that like start. Let's right. Go. Let's go. And it's one step at a time. It's a really interesting metaphor for kind of relaxing and knowing that your GPS, your, you know, god positioning system is always always knowing where you are, knows where you want to go, and it knows where the next step is, the next step, the next step. And it's just a matter I of do you a know. little
3: rerouting. Rerouting.
2: Rerouting. Rerouting. <laughs> Please make you turn when uh, when possible. Make immediate U-turn when po- <laughs> in other words, get out of the room. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I I just really enjoy this idea of trusting that you've got this beam constantly, you know, showing you and instead of, of driving directions, it's impulses. And I want us to bring back a great reverence and respect and and, and really you know, giving ourselves that credit that we are connected to this amazing, infinite intelligence, anyone who has ever walked the planet or any other planet is available to us as part of this guidance system. It's crazy, right? It's, it's, it goes way beyond Wikipedia, right? (laughs) And so, you know, how could you not want to use that? And yet, how many times have I caught myself going it alone? you know, going, I'm just in here, I'm going to do it myself, I'm going to go alone, I'm going to slug through, I'm going to fight, 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 I'm going to, you know, and just wanting to, I think it's a bad habit that we try to go it alone. And so this beautiful, subtle system of impulses and connectivity and looking for that sort of path of least resistance, which is something that Abraham has been talking about constantly. i just got done listening to the cruise, the Caribbean cruise from 2015 and can't, cannot recommend it enough. So amazing. If you go to Abraham Hicks.com, I think you can get the, the 10 disc set, but it, it really comes back to over and over again, what is the path of least resistance as a way for you to keep your ear to God, to ear to source, ear to your inner being, your broader perspective, because that eases um, the noise and our ability to get those impulses. It's
3: really kind yeah. of exciting. So exciting. And one of the other things I wanted to say about this um, labeling thing and the numbering system is that, um, and with your GPS, is that when you're just noticing where you are for a sense of your starting point for plugging into your GPS um, and not your story, you're actually being able to be present. When you bring your story in, all of a sudden you're in, um, you're not present, you're in your story, you know, whether it's past or future, but it's not present. So story is usually never it's never present right i love that
2: people. well the numbering system to me that you've just brought up i think is really feels like a path of least resistance to me um it, rather than trying to determine an emotion and and make all kinds of comparative stories it feels very clean it and it also feels very personal like my 12 is going to be different than your 12 um, and my 22 or my one is going to be different. So I like this idea of sort of it's my own system and I get to determine, you know, what the meanings are and how to, and how to go to the next point. But I, I really am excited about this idea of tuning in to the impulses and the intuition for not just the big things. Should I marry him? Should I leave him? Or should I go make this job? I'm talking about the little things like what grapes to buy at the store or you know or what street to take to get to your destiny I mean I I really like that small intimate moment-to-moment into intuitiveness where I feel connected and that invincibility of like I'm just gonna enjoy the journey because I know I've got a friend upstream
3: <laughs> you're and I'm I'm like a sometimes I am a gamer so sometimes I'll play these brain games or whatever like I'm on 1010 now I used to be on 2048 a lot Um, so I play these games and so I'll be like okay if I tune in or I'm I'm channeling source I'm just going to just choose the thing not knowing what's going to come up next but I'm intuitively going to read it you know <laughs> it's awesome right <laughs> funny it's, it, it, it makes me laugh I know but I think it's, it's really
2: available for us in our entire gamut of experiences and what could be more exciting than being tapped in and tuned into infinite intelligence and on this planet of such amazing experiences and so many opportunities to um, move and shift and and have things in our desires come about so we're going to take a break when we come back we're talking more about why go it alone you have an incredible entourage that is sending you spiritual impulses every day and we want to talk about how to tune in and really get the most of the amazing um, unlimited amount of resources that are at you stay tuned
4: 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it unfold.
0: We now return to everyday attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given.
2: Welcome back from the break. You're listening to your Feel Good Sisters here on Everyday Attraction. We are on Unity Online Radio as well as many other um, outlets and podcasts on iTunes and Stitcher. And lots of new networks coming down the pike, and we really see our numbers growing exponentially, and I know that's because you might be sharing it with people, and so we thank you, we love you, and we're so excited to be part of this Broad, delicious Abraham community, and talking so um, so deeply and so intimately about these teachings because I know we're so passionate about them. But I also want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for the show, uh, DoTerra, which is a pure organic essential oil. And as I've been talking about for the last number of, of weeks and months, that you know, pure organic oils are really vibration in a bottle, and you can use them for a lot of. of you know, opportunities for health. But what I love is that we're finding more and more scientific research in the powerful effects of aroma on the brain for your your emotional well-being, for your emotional centering. And so we love doTERRA oils and recommend them and for you to explore them for that experience of seeing how you can really utilize these powerful vibrational allies. Um, Right now, I'm loving a blend called Whisper, which is especially for women. And many of us going through some, okay, I'm going to do some cooking hormonal changes <laughs> whisper has bergamot um <laughs> langlang patchouli vanilla jasmine cinnamon sandalwoods i mean just this gorgeous array of 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 scents that can really help calm you help you feel clear and relaxed and so and again if you want to find out more about doTERRA essential oils go to align.eoinfo.com again that's align Dot and there is a store there if you're interested in buying some of the oils. When you do purchase something, you help our show, and we sure appreciate that. And if you're interested in getting some wholesale prices on the oils because you're loving them as much as I do, uh, feel free to email me. It's everydayattraction at gmail. Thank you, doTERRA, which means gift of the earth, 100% therapeutic grade essential oils. But also, don't forget, to also check out our website, everydayattraction.com and our blog, which gives you more information about the show each week. And a lot of people getting on Facebook, we have a couple of Facebook pages. We have Feel Good Sisters and we also have Everyday Attraction and we have like over a thousand likes this week. So appreciate everyone uh, reaching out to us. Um, But also on our website, you can book a session with Heather and she's offering a really wonderful summer special, especially for people who are leaders in business. So if you're leading a business, if you're a visionary, if you're an entrepreneur, if there's an enterprise that is blooming from within you, um, Heather is an amazing coach and alignment coach. principal, teacher, and, and just an opportunity for you not to go it alone. So if you're interested in getting a fresh perspective and bringing these principles into your work life, into your business, this really, the Summer Special, is an offer for you, for visionaries and for leaders in business. So check out our website, everydayattraction.com, and click on Book a Session. Don't go it alone. We're here, we're here for you. We're here to support you. All right, back to our topic. So impulses from source and this real idea of of being clear on the fact that are being constantly communicated to. And I'm going to play just a real short track from this Caribbean cruise, 2015. It's all the way at the end of the the 11 discs. So if you'd like to get the whole full set, go to abrahamhicks.com and order the set and then put yourself on their next cruise. Um, It's such an amazing array of information coming through these wonderful teachers. So let's listen to a little bit about following impulses in the moment.
4: Lastly, Abraham's been talking a lot about how Esther's been following her impulse to act, and I just wanted to, just clarification on, because I've been practicing that more, be in the middle of stretching and need to call someone or what have you, and I've just noticed that by following the impulse more of the time throughout my day, many times throughout the day, has just really shifted.
5: When, when, so you, so you work, you all do, to, Put yourself closer into vibrational frequency of your broader perspective, your broader perspective who has a broader view, your broader perspective who really does know where you stand in relationship with everything you want and what the path of least resistance is in the accomplishing of anything you want. So. For whatever reason, you find yourself in a non-resistant state and the vibration is translated at an unconscious level by you into something that you perceive. And you say, oh, I got an idea. Or you don't say it, but you've got an idea. The timing of that idea matters. Sometimes you'll just keep doing what you're doing. And you'll think, I'll write that down or I'll do it later or I'll keep a list. So let's say that you are doing whatever you're doing and ideas are coming and you're not acting on them you're just writing them down as they come well acting on them later is far less productive because the source within you was presenting the idea to you in a focused enough way that when you received it that means that's the time to act on it Mm
4: -hmm. precisely yeah your
5: inner being isn't saying when you get around to it (laughs) your inner being is saying you know that thing you want that you're in the process of unfolding here is a piece of the path of least resistance that if you will take it will be a big payoff now 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 but when you aren't sensitive you miss it or when you are sensitive but you are not understanding the perfection of the point of view of source so you discount it then sometimes your timing is less good doesn't matter because it'll come around again and again and again source will never stop giving it to you but it's so satisfying when you feel the impulse and act on it years ago jerry and esther went into the little town where the post office is it's bernie near San Antonio and they were collecting their mail and there was a big storm and the rivers had come over their banks and the post office was surrounded by water they couldn't even get their mail and so they called a friend who was in San Antonio because they knew that their friends lived on a ranch in San Antonio a thousand acres and the Cibolo Creek went right through their ranch and it was the Cibolo Creek that was overflowing its banks and so Esther called and said, Cibolo's over its banks, and it's headed your way. And so they had time to get the tractors out of the field and the cattle out of the field and the horses out of the field. And then their friend called and said, It's so nice to have a friend who is upstream. <laughs> and that's what we want you to understand that you've got you have a friend who is upstream with an overview and with keen interest in the success of everything that is important to you so we know we've spent a lot of time talking about this path of least resistance this path to alignment this path to greater perception this path to better translation this path to more sensitivity at early stages But it is so exhilarating when you work in concert with all of the resources that you have been garnering over lifetimes, you see. And what is it with humans that makes you want to go it alone? It's that someone has convinced you that Source is separate from you, not true at all, and that you are here to prove worthiness to Source, not true at all. That you need to behave in ways to please Source, also not true, because you are always pleasing Source. So you have fashioned a separation between you and the very thing that you're seeking all the time. All of this is fitting together for you, isn't it?
4: Yes. Yeah. Enough? Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Yes.
2: That is kind of perfect, isn't it? <laughs> Anything come up for you as you were listening to that Was that, that kind of got your attention?
3: Well, I think the one thing that got my attention was um, when Source gives you the idea to act on it then, I usually put things in the parking lot. Um, but... Maybe, I don't know if that's true or not. I guess if it's inspired action and it feels easy, I do it then. But a lot of times I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to wait for inspiration for it to come, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't always take action. And I've noticed probably in the last two or three months I was kind of putting, I I call it kind of um, connecting the dots. Sometimes a piece of paper looks like it just has dots all over the place. It's random. But then when you start connecting them, it paints this beautiful picture. So as I've been connecting the dots over the last 10 years of my life, I'm like, oh, my goodness. There's something that was five years I knew, five years ago I knew was going to happen. And it happens five years later because I just didn't feel inspired then. So I'm like thinking, hmm, what if I had been then, you know, like when they're talking. So I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of an interesting thing to take in. I think most importantly, what I got
2: out of that track was really understanding that you know, that there is again, this entrepreneur entourage that knows it all, that knows the shortest path to where, what it is that I want that actually cares. That is, I mean, I know, I know this, but sometimes I don't think I take myself seriously enough that I'm tapped in and that, that they don't have anything better to do than but then to be with me and to help me and guide me, you know, I think there's a little bit of a worthiness issue like, um, and, and I want to clean that up because this communication is available. It's, it's, you know, it's it's an app that is there for you and and there is no you know it's not about pleasing source it's not about getting anything done it's not about being worthy it's just the fact that Wouldn't it be fun? Isn't it exciting to be tapped into someone who has or something that has that broader perspective that has, okay, here, here's the scenic route. Here's the, here's, we know what it is that you want and we know exactly the path to get it and we're going to send you breadcrumbs and impulses and if you can act on it in the moment, again, it's no big deal if you can't because the ship comes in, the ship comes in, the ship comes in. But I love this idea of taking myself seriously enough and trusting source to maybe do something instead of, you know, writing it down or putting together a pro con list or Mm -hmm. writing about it. Because sometimes what I do is I'll write about it to the point where I sort of talk myself out of something, Mm -hmm. um, which is, which is, again, a, a bad habit, I think mostly, but That timing issue really captured my imagination and maybe I'm going to be a little bit more bold when I do get an impulse to call someone or to do something or to pick up something that I didn't otherwise because sometimes I'll get that where I'll be going along the road and I'll get this impulse
3: to pull into some place, but then Mm -hmm. I will talk myself out of it. Right. That Uh, happens for sure. As humans, I think that happens to all of us. Yeah. I love how they were talking about, isn't it nice to have a friend downstream? that already knows what's gonna happen. And I think this is a sticky situation. I had a um a family and lots of contrast in a family situation. I reached out to my brother and I'm like, hey, you know, let me know what you're thinking about this and he sends this message back to me about how, um, you know, he's he sees spirit kind of having so we so we differ on this one. So he's like thinking that God has a plan for him or the universe has a plan for him, and he doesn't necessarily know what's in store, but God has a plan for him. And I'm like, you know, that's what I think is interesting about organized religion versus what I believe to be true, is that if I am source and source is me, we are collaborating, we're co-creating, but there's no plan out there that's determined for us against our will. (laughs) It's just with us, you know, we are the plan. (laughs) Yes, yeah. we are making the plan together and so if we have that worthiness issue or if we have that deservingness or peace we're not going to be able to let the plan fulfill itself or, or come you know come full circle with it because we're going to self sabotage self sabotage or hold ourselves back but if we just allow our relationship with source to continue and keep on keeping on because We're not separate. So we can't, we try to segregate, we try to separate ourselves by I'm not worthy, I'm not this, I'm not that. But it's like you are source and source is you. You can't separate it. (laughs) I love that. And that's why I love this
2: idea of perspective. Like there is, so it's not separate from us, but there is a broader perspective. Like we're talking about, there's, there's a perspective, you know, upstream that kind of knows what's coming in a time space reality. It's like, okay, the riverbanks are, are, are are overflowing and, and it has a broader view. So it's just going to call ahead and say, you know, move the cattle. I mean it's it's sort of like this a very nuts and bolts kind of relationship. It's not airy fairy. It's not, oh, I gotta suffer. I've gotta, you know, suffer for God. No, oh, it's this it's this ongoing, hey, I have a broader view, here's an idea, here's how to bypass some pain and suffering and get right into what you want. And I don't know about you, but I really wanna know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and I will do whatever I can to get into that conversation simply for the joy of it, simply for the excitement of it, simply for the ride of Wow, wouldn't it be fun to have someone ten miles ahead saying this is the best way to go, and you know something and someone that has your best interest in mind, that truly loves you unconditionally, who understands who and what you are. So we're going to take a quick break, and we come back. We'll talk more about this acting on impulse, impulse, the importance of timing and acting in the moment, but really trusting that the payoff. What it is that you're looking for is always beaming now, now, now. How fun. We'll be right back. Break. Let it
6: unfold,
5: let it go.
7: Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, Join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
6: And explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: I light a candle.
0: You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back to the show. You're again listening to the Feel Good Sisters. Ray and Heather here on this metaphysical leading edge. Um, We were just talking before the break about this idea about how really deeply embedded... Source energy is with our every moment, with our every day, with what it is that we're doing moment to moment. And I do think sometimes that we think, Heather, that source is just like too busy, has other issues, you know, is, you know, off with some big, you know, big issue in the world and really doesn't need to be directing me to the best restaurant you know but yeah. but i i think sometimes we limit the fact that sources is, is all uh, encompassing it is unlimited there is no it's castle or a button time it has no differentiation between big issue little issue that's us you know, mm-hmm. that's
3: the human idea. But the, oh, for sure. Yeah, there is no issue measurement system in Source's vantage point.
2: Right. It can have it. It can have all. It can have it all. It can be leading you to the next um, beautiful uh, sunset view and be, um, you know, Understanding bigger and larger impulses as a human race and how we could be shifting and moving the planet in a better direction. All of that's available. But I love this idea that the payoff and the ability for us to get what we want is always available. And I think sometimes in my limited perspective, I think, well, you know, I'm not getting an answer right now because it's too early or I'm not. You know, I'm not understanding the situation or there's something about me. I love this idea that it's always there for you, like the blinking light. It's always there. It's just a matter of tuning into it. It's not a matter of earning it or working hard enough. It's just a matter of tuning in and being sensitive. And I also, you know, getting into that step of respecting my impulses a bit more. Mm
3: Mm-hmm reverence yeah well i think there's also that trust too because sometimes we talk ourselves out of it like oh i probably just made that up because i wanted to see it or something like that right so yep yep yeah Reverence is a good word but mm, what's that i know what you're talking about it's like an energy that i can't quite describe
2: yeah i mean i think it's that um Precious is the wrong word because that makes it sound like there's scarcity around it. Um, But there is this, uh, I, we'll have to keep looking for the right word, but it is really gold. It's gold, all, always kind of in your hands. And it's, it's respecting it. It's being aware of it. It's trusting it. It's loving. I feel like loving wants to come into this. It's loving my impulses and knowing that, oh, wow, that's, That source energy speaking to me that that just came out of nowhere. I I think sometimes when we can understand when we get when we're in a non-resistant place. And again, I really wanted to clarify this because Abraham is saying, you know, the impulses you want to act on are the ones that come through when you're. In the path of least resistance, when you're feeling tapped in, you don't want to act on the impulses that come when you're down in the lower emotions and can't get connected to source. Those are different kind of impulses. <laughs> so maybe we need to clarify them as divine impulses. When we're feeling in the flow, when we, we have, we're sensitive, we got our ear to the vibrational ground, we're, we're watching, we're waiting, we're looking, and we're willing, that willingness, that's a big word. We're willing to take action in the moment and trust what's happening i think mm-hmm. that's that's kind of fun okay i want to put that out to the audience i want to put that out to um all of us who who love this work email us if you've got situations where you you're hearing what we're talking about where you've got an impulse to like turn a different direction or go to a different place or make a call that you hadn't anticipated something just sort of out of the quote unquote blue which never happens but mm-hmm. you know and let's let's talk about this so we can kind of get a bead on um, you know, trusting that and feeling the impulse and having the willingness to act on it in the moment, you know, and to really discern that voice. Um, because I think that's where we start to broaden our perspective and get in sync with that broader knowing. And we start to live the idea that we're not alone in this body. Because I know sometimes it can feel as if we're all alone in here, in these thoughts. And I know for people like you who channel, Heather, I know that you have, I think more so than, than for many of us, a real visceral understanding of when source is coming through you. Um, but to normalize that is
3: kind of interesting to make that your normal conversation. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably been the pivotal experience of my life is, is the normalizing of it. Um, it's also not tri- tri- trivializing it, I guess. It, yes, yes, that's the word. Yes, um, it's, it's it's it's. There's such a kind of interesting thing because I um I work at a rehab center um sometimes twice a week, and I have clients that come from all around the world and some really interesting life situations. Right, life is interesting. So. Um, I had a client recently talk about a psychic reading that she had had and what it brought up for her. And when I learned how to do psychic readings um, in my twenties, I really kind of thought I was making it up. And it, and it's almost scary. So when you think you're just saying, you know, something like you you like you're a God, it's kind of weird, right? But when you're feeling source come through you as love and light, ease and flow, it's completely different than some omnipotent, all-knowing, like, you know, message of you are going to have three children and marry a man named Steve, you know, or (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Um, And so I really always kind of ask people to to be aware of the differences between that. And so um, being connected to source isn't just isn't like a psychic reading where you think you know what's going to happen next or something like that. You know, I mean, I don't know if this is making sense, but that totally makes sense. And I think it's so important um, to to really focus on that because it is
2: a divine practice. It is Uh a discipline. It's being, you know, one's own disciple of how is it that I connect To this broader knowing and and of course there isn't one way there isn't one formula you can get ideas from some people you can get little you know this person does this and we listen to Esther and she does that and and but you're really the only really author of what it means to connect a source but it's one thing to know how to do it and it's another to practice it on a daily basis and really make it a priority you know, and I think that's where it gets interesting when we start to prioritize, like we have, we talk about all the time that, you know, alignment trumps everything. There is nothing more important in my, on my list today than getting connected with this broader knowing there just isn't, there just isn't anything more important. And I think that our, our spiritual lives make a big shift when we make that discernment, when we make that commitment, that there's nothing more important than this connection. And so if I know that, What am I doing daily to connect? What am I doing throughout my day, middle of the day, end of the day to stay connected? And I think that's really an important question to ask ourselves because you can't hear this conversation unless you're connected. Yeah. And it can't be something you leave like. You know, at the end of the day, when all the stuff gets done, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll connect after I've done I got through my to do list. It's like, well, that's one way to go. But wow, what a harder way to go.
3: (laughs) And also, I guess the other piece is for me, connecting in with source on a daily basis is not a chore and it's not necessarily a doing yeah, true. It is, a, it is a being. So it doesn't have to be a laundry list of things that you're doing every day to check in. It's really about setting the intention to connect. Truth, truth. And I think it's it's something that can be a pivot. It's something that
2: can happen in a moment's notice. It, it's not something that requires, you know, 15 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes of yoga and a hike up to the mountain. I mean, we, we just don't, we don't need that. Um, although that's lovely. That's lovely. It can. It yeah, can. it can. It can.
3: It can be anything. You know, I think people ask me all the time, like, what's the secret? How do you do it? And I I think, well, one, you have to have the desire and the willingness to, and you can't get frustrated about it either. You can't, you know, because sometimes it does have the yoga and the this and the that and the hour of this and the thing of that. And other times it doesn't have any of that, you know, so there isn't a recipe, but it's really like a desire, it's really about the burning desire,
2: baby. It is, and I I also want to put the word priority on it, though, because uh-huh. I think that a lot of us um, do have a habit of thinking that we're out here on our own, and that you know God will come in when it gets messy or when it gets difficult. Like we'll call on God when things go bad, um, or we'll call on Source when we get into trouble. But this idea of sort of prioritizing it and trusting that. The process will be so much more thrilling and exhilarating um, when we do that. And it is, you're right, it's not a chore. It's not something you have to mark off your list. But I think it is interesting to define what does it mean to connect a source for you? You know, what, how, what are the 20 different ways that you can do it? Um, Mm -hmm. How, what does that flavor look like? What does it feel like to really explore that relationship and to take it seriously and to make it a priority? Because I know I can feel the difference in my day when I prioritize that. And when I don't, you know, when I do, sometimes I'll, I'll do that thing where I'm like, I just have too much to do. And I remember I could hear Esther in my mind saying, you know, you don't have anything but time to connect to source. (laughs) This is so important to recognize and to get into that um, that place so that you can have this conversation, like there's nothing more important than it. And I, and I know that um, it's also not something we want to beat ourselves up about if we're like not connected and we're not, you know, we're not getting a beat or our impulses are missing on scene. I, I mean, there's all kinds of ways that we can go upside of this, but there's there's something about prioritizing it and also, again, not trivializing. Thank you for that. The connection um, and making it. An incredibly normal part of how you are in the world, who you are in the world. Um, I want to play, before we, we end the show, um, just a quick one-minute, nine-second track that, uh, again, was part of this Caribbean cruise 2015. And, you know, like we like to give you a little morsel of, of Abraham, and then we encourage you to go to abraham-hicks.com and, and get the real deal. So, um, let me play this little kind of track and we'll end, uh, our thoughts and show today on this idea of why do we ever want to go it alone? So here we go.
1: Would you say going alone is some sort of a habit? Why do we... Because I've been your student for quite some time now. Why would I want to do it alone?
5: Well, the reason that you want to is because somebody has convinced you that you're here to prove some sort of worthiness. And so you're setting yourself up to prove by going it alone how worthy you are. And little do you know under those conditions that the true expression of worthiness is to achieve vibrational alignment with that broader perspective and that no one is ever alone. You cannot disengage from that source energy that is always extended to you. You can never disengage from it. You can pinch yourself off and have a miserable time, but you can never really disengage from it. And in fact, the very negative emotion that you feel in any moment in time is the very evidence that you can't disengage from it. Because if you could ever cut loose from that, knowing of who you really are, then no matter what you're doing in any moment, it wouldn't bother you. The very negative emotion that you feel is the evidence of your connection to that broader perspective. Enough? One more question, very quick.
2: I just wanted to play that little morsel. I think that kind of summed up a lot of what we're talking about is that this idea of, you know, not trying to prove something, not trying to prove our worthiness, but that more importantly, what I loved about that last little segment is that we can never disengage from this energy. So we,
3: you know, we don't want to worry about it. Exactly. That's it. We don't want to worry about it. It just is. You don't have to force it, make it and it might show up different, feel different, look different. We we in in the world, I think we try to Have a similar experience to somebody else. It's funny because I took my kids to this um, great ice cream place today that we have called Sub-Zero where they blend these different flavors together and then they use the liquid nitrogen to make it into ice cream, like to harden it. So you can pick your base and then you can pick how hard you want it. So if you want it like really soft serve or you want it really, really hard – And then all the different flavors, they can put different amounts of things in. And so the lady says to me, one thing is people get what they like and then they come here and want it to be exactly the same. And it never is going to taste the same again because different people make it and you can't get the exact same ratio of the, you know, the flavors in." And my daughter says, oh, well, why would they want it the same? Change is good. I love it when it's different. Like, why would we want it to ever be the same? And I'm like thinking to myself, you know most people do want it the same right and so then we're always like you know trying to get that same that first high that first you know just just like it was before So I think when we are expecting our connection to source to look, smell, feel, sense a certain way and it's not, then we get frustrated. But if we're like, oh, isn't this interesting? I just want to be connected to source and I don't care what it looks like or how it shows up. I just want it, you know, and just let it be what it is. I love that. And that is a perfect way to end this hour. That. As
2: any relationship, your relationship with Source is always evolving. So be surprised and delighted Uh the way that Source is connecting with you today. And be um, excited and anticipating that it may show up in a varied amount of flavors and colors and textures but what you can depend on is it's always always there heather i love you thank you so much for this hour i really enjoyed this and it was it was soothing to my soul as well um and i really appreciate the time so thank you and uh tasty
3: baby good (laughs) sister
2: feel good sister see you all Mm. next week
0: Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today sendoutcards.com/attraction
1: What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real, be vulnerable, be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Allfree is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear It hinders your forward movement When you keep bringing up the rear
4: Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: I'll light a candle in your name
6: Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, The voice of an awakening world.
1: I light a candle in your name.
7: As we examine what it means to be sacred activists in service of compassion and justice, we may find ourselves asking, how do we become a sacred activist? Institute for Sacred Activism founder Andrew Harvey says, follow your heartbreak. His advice echoes Gandhi, who once said, whenever you are in doubt, apply the following test recall the face of the poorest and the weakest person whom you may have seen and ask yourself if the step you contemplate is going to be of any use to them will they gain anything by it will it restore them to a control over their own life and destiny so whenever in doubt about the direction of your life just ask yourself what breaks my heart whose suffering is simply too much to bear, and then commit your life to alleviate it. Don't turn your face away from the pain and injustice that is so prevalent in our world. Courageously bear witness to it, and in prayer, dedicate your life to healing it. Gain more spiritual insight. Listen to Radical Spirituality and Sacred Activism with Adam Bucko, Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.